Hello, my beautiful people. Happy June. How are we doing? Um, it is such a beautiful day. It is June 1st. It is Wednesday, I think. Um, and I'm just hype as fuck. It's like 9 a.m. and I am rip-roaring ready to go. I, um, if you listen to last week's episode, I had COVID last week and I literally slept for like six to eight hours a day, like during the day, not including at night as well. And I feel like I just needed that. Maybe once a year, I'll just go into like a week long of just sleeping for a week because it did something to my soul that I just really needed. I just feel fired the fuck up. Anyway, um, hope everyone's doing well. Hope nobody has COVID. Hope nobody feels like shit. Um, it was, I didn't have like the fever type COVID. I just had like the exhaustion, very hard word to say. My body was very sore and it was definitely not from working out. Had a headache, migraine, and really just overall uh, couldn't open my fucking eyes. Never lost my sense of taste and smell. Let me, I, I want to say this real quick. I think in like February, 2020, I thought that I had COVID, felt like shit, um, but I lost my sense of smell and taste. And ever since then, you know, when people walk by restaurants and they're like, oh my gosh, that smells so good. It smells like fucking onions and garlic to me. And it's disgusting. Something happened when I lost my sense of smell. Then I used to like be able to like eat an onion raw. Not really, but like loved it. Now the smell of garlic and onion makes me want to gag and I eat Italian food 16 times a week. So it's really unfortunate. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, okay. So I asked my Instagram the other day, what we should talk about this week. And I not even just this week, but lately, like in my emails and just, Hey, um, can you talk about this? Can you talk about this? Um, so many questions at, and whatever, uh, about business on social media. Um, sorry, burped following a passion, what my career path was and like how I got into all this shindig, um, how to stay motivated and overall just like tips for entrepreneurial businesses. I want to quit my job. What would you suggest? Blah, blah, all of that. So I have so many thoughts about it. I'm like fired up as fuck about my business in general anyway. So I thought that this week would be a good time to jump into this. If you are new here, hi, hello, I talk in circles. I rarely, rarely land the plane. I don't really know how to pronounce words. Um, so hi, just wanted to give that like preface, preface, whatever it's called. Um, okay, a little bit of a background to make this advice or story, I guess, kind of make sense. Um, anyway, okay, I am a workaholic. I just want to say that up front. I love to work. I get it from my dad. I've worked my whole life. My parents haven't, you know, given me a dollar since I was like 17, not complaining, not an issue whatsoever, just stating that I've like one, always had to work to survive, to pay my rent, to put food on my table. When I was in college, like I paid my rent. I paid for my school. I paid for the food that I ate. I paid for everything, um, paid for my car, all of it. Um, but two, I find it extremely fucking empowering. And yes, there were times when like I couldn't afford to go on spring break or I had to work instead to be able to pay my rent and that like sucked. But looking back now, it is the most empowering thing to be like, I did this and I did it all by my fucking self. I get asked a lot. Do you have a sugar daddy? I motherfucking wish dude. Like, first of all, sugar daddies these days are cheap. Okay. I get messages. I'm sure all the women on here do too, of creepy men being like, 
hi, beautiful, I would love to send you $300 a week for talking to me. I'm like, $300 fucking dollars a week? What is that going to get me? Like a lollipop? The fuck? And like, um, I think someone, <laughs> I don't, have I ever told this story? Wow. Okay. This has nothing to do with business. This is just a funny story. So I run a lot of my new skin business on WhatsApp. You can have huge team chats, just a lot easier. WhatsApp is wild. Okay. So I got these messages once this was back in like late 2020. No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe early 2021. I don't fucking know. And these guys, and they were like kind of hot and they were sending me messages on WhatsApp and they were like, Hey baby. And they would send me voice notes too. Hey baby, I'm coming to your city. Um, I would love to give you and a friend of your choice, like $3,000 and we'll just have some fun. You know, we'll fuck around and go out to dinner, go shopping. And I'm like, wait, what, what is, can we just like, can you just give us the money? Like, do we have to do anything? And then they started sending like pictures of their dicks and then like throwing a hundred dollar bills on their dicks. And I was like, hold on a second. Who the fuck are you? And how did you find my number? And like, do you know my name? And they would just like avoid the question. Long story short, they said that they found me on Seeking Babe, which is a website that women go on to find a sugar daddy. And no, I didn't submit myself, but I honestly feel like someone either did it as a joke or someone was like out to get me and wanted, thought it would be, I don't know. I should have honestly taken the money. Just kidding. Um, but so I, um, yeah, I was found on Seeking Babe. And then I was like, hey, do you know my name? And they just uh, like, can you send me like a picture of the profile that you found me on? Like, I just want to make sure that I look like what you actually think I look like, like trying to like fuck with them, you know, and they just stopped responding. But <clears throat> I really did want to post this on my Instagram. Obviously, I will not. I just sent it to all my friends. This guy sent me a picture of him in his gray sweatpants and it literally looked like he had a broomstick down to his knees in the picture. And I was like, there's no fucking way that that's real. And two, that's absolutely horrific and disgusting. And if you just want to Venmo me the money, we can call it quits. But, um, why the fuck did I tell that story? Oh, sugar daddy. Yeah. Don't have one. <sighs> um, what was I talking about? Okay. So back to college worked like 30 hours a week, bartender, server, all of that right out of college. I got denied from 15 fucking jobs. I even got denied from bartending jobs in the beginning. And I was like, I've literally been bartending for the last four years. Like, okay, I can't name every IPA. Like, who gives a fuck? I was in Charlotte, went to school at Coastal Carolina in Myrtle Beach. Dirty Myrtle. Fucking incredible. Um, but then after getting denied and denied and denied, I finally got accepted. Um, and it was meant to be like best job ever. Exactly what I wanted. Hit all of my love languages. Like I made $31,000 a year. My rent was like $1,300 a month had a 500, actually I think it was like 400 square foot studio apartment in downtown Charlotte, like living on a high, eating ramen. Well, anyway, um, when you're in staffing, why I recommend it so much is for so many reasons, but also you have a huge expense account and you're taking clients out to meals and you're not allowed to take leftovers. But of course I would take leftovers. I'd be like, yo, you want to go to Chili's? I would order the triple dipper for my meal, eat it all, and then order one to go. And that's probably not the best thing I could have ever done for that company, but whatever. Um, but then, you know, I was only making $31,000 a year, which wasn't a lot when your rent is $1,300. Um, so for two to three nights a week, 
Um, I would also bartend. So I think my first people, I'm only telling you this because people ask me a lot, but in my first year, like my first full year of staffing is when I made over six figures. Um, so I was like 22 years old, living on a fucking dream. Like staffing is it. Um, it, it's fast. It's quick transactions. I don't know how people do like sales and it's a six month to a year sales cycle. I can't do that. It takes so fucking long. Like I would get so bored. Um, I'm just a person who loves to like move fast, build relationships, do a job, chase a goal, like move, 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 move. That's just what I love. Love a scoreboard, love competition, love trying to be number one. And that's what staffing was for me. Um, if you love people, can build genuine relationships, money motivated, get into sales. Sales is building relationships and solving people's problems, right? If you can build a genuine relationship with someone, truly understand someone's business, um, and you have a product, a service, something of value that can fix their problem or make their life or business easier, you will win. You have to care about both equally. You have to build a relationship with people and you have to understand their wants and their needs. You find something that can solve problems for them, you will win, promise. Um, anyway, was in Charlotte, got promoted to open our Atlanta market. So I came down here, managed a sales team for about two years and got really fucking burnt out. Like I craved being an individual contributor, didn't want to be a sales manager anymore. So I quit and went to do that, an individual contributor at another sales company called ADP, not to bash the company, you know a lot of people who work there and they love it, but it was honestly the worst, most boring fucking job of my life. Like if I'm being honest, at first I was like kicking myself, regretting my decision. Like, holy fuck, I loved staffing, loved that company, loved my team so much. Why did I leave this? Like so dumb. Um, and if you know me, you know that this is probably fucking shocking to you, but I have my series six, 63, SIE, all of these certifications or are they called certifications? I don't know. But if you don't know what that is, either the fuck did I, and it's tests, like you go into a testing location, like where they fingerprint you and shit. And it's people with like their financial like degrees, like MBAs, like can't even take those tests. Like when I told some people that I had like my series six, they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I've taken that test five times and I can't pass it. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking so smart. Um, I honestly have zero idea how I passed all three of them. Like they took probably 15 years off my life because it was the most boring useless shit ever. It was like about 401ks and I still couldn't tell you one thing about them. Like it's so fucking stupid. Um, but anyway, so then I was in the mid, I was like in the heat of that. And I was like, just obviously talking to all my friends about how much I fucking hated it. And they were like, start a fucking blog on Instagram. Like you're an idiot. Do it. You already share so much. You'd be so good at blah, 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 blah. They told me that for years. And then finally I was like, okay, fine. Um, so anyway, fast forward beginning of, uh, 2020, I decided to literally just start. And I wanted to start it because I was honestly so bored. And I was like, this job ain't it. Didn't do it for the money was just like, I want to do something. I had under a thousand followers. I had like 800 followers or so. Um, but I started it as a passion. Like it's something that, 
I, I literally like fell in love with my followers and I hate even calling them that they're my friends. Like my girls who've been, I hate saying like my girls too, but anyway, the people who've been with me since the beginning, who like literally celebrated me hitting 2000 followers, 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers, like they will forever hold such a special place in my heart. And I want them all at my wedding one day. Um, but I say this all the time that I, I, I saw a gap in the market, right? I've said this before of influencers who like, there was a gap, there was a missing piece of, of influencers or whoever people on the internet who were real and raw and not filtered and not apologizing for their house, having like one piece of paper on the table and their hair not looking like they're going to prom, right? Like everyone was so fucking filtered in like, not even a literal filter, but a filter in the fact of like, so smiley every day. Hi, today's a beautiful, yeah, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I look like this, blah, blah, blah. Said it a million times. You're just encouraging women or showing that women should apologize if they fucking look like a normal fucking person. Anyway, um, so, and then I would start, you know, sharing things and people started to like it, right? And they started to ask me questions. Hey, you talked about these jeans. Like, would you recommend this top? Like, how would you wear these jeans? Oh, I like how you did your hair like that. How did you do that? Right? So I just honed in on it and then it like just took off. Um, and it was amazing. I was doing drunk makeup tutorials. I was liking things that I could to like to know it. I was recommending the best sweatpants, the best face moisturizers. I fell in love with new skin products. So I joined that business in like May or something. And in six months, October 5th, 2020, 2020. Yeah. I quit corporate America. I quit my job. Um, if I'm being honest and real with you guys, I like quadrupled my income and it was like a fucking no brainer. Um, and it was in the middle of a global pandemic and it was fucking wild. And I literally like, cannot believe it. It blows my fucking mind every single day. Um, I had no intentions of monetizing my Instagram. I just love to share shit. I saw, I saw a gap in the market. I love building relationships with people, talking to them, learning from them. And then the money, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus, sorry. The money just like came at me. Um, and it, it's just like this podcast. I don't want to monetize it. Right. I started it because it's what you, my people wanted. I love to do it. It makes me happy. And yeah, maybe one day I'll make trillions of dollars from it, <laughs> but that's not why I do it. You know what I mean? Like I just, I'll get to my advice in a second. Um, but like it, I don't know. I just feel like so many people think, oh, how can I monetize that? Or how can I make money off of that? And yes, that's important, especially if it's something that you want to do as a career, but that's going to, in my opinion, have you be burnt out. Like, uh, if you start something from pure passion, pure wanting to help people, pure wanting to solve a problem, the money will come and you can worry about monetizing it. But if you don't have that first, I love to do this. People are telling me that I'm adding value when I do X, Y, and Z. I see this problem in a marketplace. You do have to have a business mindset, right? You have to think, okay, think of the fucking pool noodle, right? That dude, whoever made it, the trillionaire, he, uh, I say trillionaire, 
Oops, sorry, pushed the wrong button. Um, I say trillionaire a lot, I don't know why. But he, I'm sure, was like at a pool one day and saw a gap in the marketplace where there was nothing that people were sitting on to float in the water. And he's like, fuck, I'm gonna make this styrofoam, long wiener looking thing and look what that did for him. Anyway, um, my belief is finding a problem or a gap that you can fix or be different from, or like totally disrupt an industry. So in my mind, I said, okay, I got on something that I do every day, was always on Instagram. And I was like, I literally wrote it down in my journal one day, but I was like, why am I so triggered by these motherfuckers? And then I started to like hone into that because it was something that I was clearly passionate about. And I was like, why are these women apologizing for how they look like that's so fucking bad for society and like women in general. Anyway, that's how I kind of got into that. And then I also say this a lot too, like ask your friends what you're good at. Why do they like you? Where, where do you add value in their life? And my friends were like, you give great advice and you're very fucking honest and you like to try things. Like I, on my Instagram with 800 followers, I was always like trying on clothes and being like, oh y'all, just so you know, these jeans fucking suck and these jeans are the best. Like you have a big butt, buy this. Uh, you have dry skin, this moisturize. Like I loved to do that naturally. So then I mixed a gap that was in the market plus a quote skill or something that people said that I was good at. Um, and I mixed them together. Okay. So that's like what I think about. Anyway, I say all of that to give some dimension to my advice, right? A lot of people say, Hey, how can I start a business on social media? Social media is wild and it's so beautiful because you can reach anyone, anywhere, anytime, right? Like, People who you would have never been introduced to without social media, you get to be like best friends with. Some of the people that I am best friends with, like will be in my wedding. I have, I don't know why I keep talking about my wedding. Like I'm fucking getting married anytime soon. Hey, try just kidding. Um, but I met them on Instagram. Like we were Instagram friends and then now we're best friends. It's wild. So anyway, you get to learn from so many people, again, who you would never have the opportunity to have met without social media, right? Um, and, and just beautiful relationships. But from a business perspective, if you're not on social media and it's 2022, you're a silly goose. Like anytime you go to any hotel, look at their Instagram, go to a restaurant, look at their Instagram, want to go buy something. Oh, do they have an Instagram? I want to see the pictures that are on there. I want to see what their vibe is. I want to see what people are saying. That's like the reviews, right? Um, I'm going to talk about reviews and referrals in a second, but just overall, if you have a passion or skill or service or value that you can add to people and you're not showing it on social media, in my opinion, you're a motherfucking silly goose. Like it takes work and it takes sacrifice and it's different than like a normal quote job, right? Like my quote job is very weird, but it shouldn't be. I don't want it to be like, I'm gonna talk about it in a second, but people are very used to work being like black and white. Like you do X, you get Y. That's not how social media is. But anyway, I want you to sit there and think like, are you sitting on a gold mine? Like yourself, you are the gold mine. You would be amazed how many people would love to hear what you have to say. I hear all the time, yeah, Gretch, but I don't do a lot. I have a boring life. I'm not a model. I'm not really good at this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, gal, 
I was dead fucking single living alone in my own, own four walls with my two dogs during the pandemic. I didn't leave my house for like months and I just connected with people. Like I found ways to make them laugh or taught them how to French braid their hair. Like I showed them how good I was at fucking doing puzzles and drinking tequila. And I engaged with them and I asked them their opinions and I asked them questions and I tried to help where I could. Like, I am not a fucking supermodel. I am not that smart. I am not that stylish. I am not that good at anything, but I think I do do a good job of listening to people, helping where I can. Everyone loves to like get an outsider's opinion, right? Um, I'm a good like loving person. I like to take care of people. I like to, to help. And I'm just very engaged with my people. Like I listen to them and then I pivot. I don't know. Anyway, that's my thoughts there, but I wasn't concentrated on growing my following number. I was concentrated on taking care of my people so well that they told all their friends about me because they trusted me. That's what I was focused on. I wasn't worried about making money. I was worried about how these women felt about themselves, right? I had conversations with women who were in abusive relationships and they would message me a week later and say, Gretch, I got out. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, thank, you know, they're saying, thank you for giving me the confidence. Women who had never left their house without makeup on and they would message me and say, hey, because of the Lumi, and the skincare that you recommended to me, I have never felt more confident in myself. Today, I left the house for the first time in 10 years without makeup. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, you can't put a dollar on that. You truly can't. And, you know, during the pandemic, I would buy nurses coffee, right? A simple five, six, you know, 15 now dollar fucking coffee. And they would send me voice notes and their voice would be like shaking. And they've they were like, I've, I've worked for a week straight, haven't seen my babies. And this was the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me this week. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's all, that's, that shit you can't put a dollar amount on. And it's something that I would do for free. That's another thing. When you talk about passion, you talk about doing something that, um, whatever, um, I don't know how to say this, but would you do it for free? Like I did, I, I was, I started my Instagram cause I was like, wait a second, I gotta fucking spice this up a little bit. And I would have done it for free. I did do it for free. You know what I mean? So that's also something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. But you could be the person receiving these messages. If you put yourself out there and cared about people and helped them and taught them something and, and added value and just like, you know, was the opposite of so many people on social media being a huge fucking dick, then the world would be such a better place, you know? Anyway, um, all over the place here, as always. But my advice is this, get on fucking social media. Like God, the universe, whatever you believe in, did not put a dream, a skill, whatever that idea is in your brain for nothing. Like if you don't like working for the big man, corporate America anymore, you want to be your own boss, do it. Like I 1000% believe in you. And I don't, I'm, I know that I'm talking to the masses here, but I say that because anyone can fucking do it. If I can do this, you can do this. It's just putting yourself out there. And if I want to say this too, if you love working in corporate America and having a set schedule and leaving your job at the door when you leave, then that's amazing. Like I had someone say to me once, they were like, Gretchen, I feel like sometimes you really just bash corporate America, but some people really love it. And that is fucking amazing. I hate corporate America and that's just my opinion, but you want to talk about it like a 
pyramid scheme. Corporate America <laughs> is a pyramid scheme. Um, anyway, but I just know so many people who work their asses off every single day and make a 3% raise every three years and can only take 10 days off the whole fucking year and slave away while some rich fucking white dude sits on a yacht fucking hose all day. Okay, that's a little dramatic, but it's kind of true. You're working for someone else's dream when there's a dream inside of you that you could 1000% capitalize on. And maybe it doesn't make you millions, okay? But maybe it does. Like you truly don't know unless you do it. That idea, that thing that you've been putting off, that thing that your friends tell you that you're so good at, that could change your fucking life, but you have to do it, right? Maybe you listening to this dumbass podcast was exactly the sign that you needed because what is, what is the quote that gives us all chills? The definition of hell is the day you die, you meet the person you could have become. Stop doing shit that you hate. If you stop that and you end up doing something else that you hate, stop doing it again. Keep trying until you find something that literally sets your soul on fire. I can't find that for you. So many people ask, hey, Gretch, can you help me find my passion? Yes, I, I might be able to talk, talk through it with you, but you need to do some soul searching. You need to write in a journal. You need to figure out what value you add to this world. And if you say nothing, I'm just going to suggest therapy because that's bullshit. You are made for greatness and you are made to live a life that you fucking want to live every single day, right? I used to wake up and uh, uh, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I used to wake up when I was at ADP and I had a journal on my nightstand and I had a line down the center of a page. The left side said, can't fucking wait to go to work today. The next side said, I hate my fucking job. And for six months, I made tallies. Guess what side was way more power, way more tally marks, Okay. I wake up every day now and I'm like, I can't believe that this is the life that I get to fucking live. And there's ups and downs to it and there's struggles and whatever. Everything's relative, right? The word, I'm not a brain surgeon. I'm not fucking operating on, you know, children with gunshot wounds. I'm, I'm not doing that, right? But I, I just, I am just honestly full of fucking gratitude for one, every single person who's listening to this, every single person who, I don't care if you've ever bought anything from me on my social media, but if you are there and you support me and you've told one person to follow, like you have, you've changed my life. And I, you know, also am so fucking full of gratitude that I listened to my friends. I listened to myself. I bet on myself every fucking day. And I said, you can do this. You don't like what you're doing right now. Fucking change it. I was what, 29 years old. And I was, and I just said, I, 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 I can't live like this anymore. I don't want to wake up and be fucking miserable. So I took a chance on myself, decided to dig into what I love to do and what I felt like I was good at. And it worked out and it's okay if it doesn't work out the first time. It might not work out the first 10 times, but then it's going to fucking work out. Anyway, it's the first of the month. I have a huge team call tonight uh, that I need to prep for. I'm thinking about making some banana bread. I'm really fucking starving and have some, you know, almost old bananas. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at GB Clark. Um, that's where I'll be until they disable me again. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. That'll never happen. I love you guys. See you next week.